You're listening to Bands and Botanicals, a unique podcast where trainer and trainee discuss fitness, herbalism, and healthy habits for life. We're your hosts. I'm Paula Kirsch, owner of Botanically Curious and Artisan Herbalist. And my name is Danielle Kreese, certified personal trainer and owner of DC Fit. Now, before we get started, if you could do us a brief favor and go to Apple Podcasts and just leave us a review, we'd love to hear from you. And with that being said, let's start the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your one and only host this week as Danielle is out of town, but I know that she wishes she could be here because we have a fantastic guest. Brooke Sellers on today. So Brooke actually helps vegan women gain strength and confidence through weightlifting. So she is a vegan bodybuilder and I'm excited to ask her some questions, potentially dispel some myths about the vegan lifestyle. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I saw you on Instagram like I do most of our guests on the show and was really, really excited. Um, As most of our listeners know at this point, I kind of started on a vegan journey recently and one of the biggest things is really looking at, you know, am I getting enough protein? How is this going to work with my workouts? So we were super excited to get you on so that way we could talk about some of this. Absolutely. I've definitely got you covered. So for our listeners today, could you just give us a little more information about uh, the work you do with women and, you know, why they should kind of look into some of the things you do? Yeah, so um, I'm a vegan fitness coach. I work primarily, um, well, exclusively with vegan and vegetarian women. Um, I do help some women transition to vegan. So if that's you, I also will help with that as well. Um, But yeah, I focus on weightlifting primarily. I really want women to build muscle, build strength, build confidence, Um, And just really learn to love their body and what it's capable of doing. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Um, And like I said, I work with vegan and vegetarian diets, um, primarily vegan. And so, um, you know, you can achieve all of your physique goals, everything you want while on a vegan diet. And that's kind of my mission to prove that Um, because there's a lot of stereotypes out there and it's not true. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the biggest thing that I came across was, you know, what is that going to do in terms of your workouts and if you're trying to gain muscle and what that looks like. But, you know, you spoke a little bit about um, just the vegan lifestyle after watching a documentary on Netflix and kind of jumping into it. So were you already in that realm of fitness and on that journey or did the exercise kind of fall into place when you started that transition? So I had been working out for about a year before I went vegan. So I was still very new to weightlifting and training. Um, and I had just kind of get it, started getting serious about it. Um, but when I went vegan, um, I remember thinking, you know, here I am working out and exercising and I'm doing all of these things to take care of my body and what I thought was eating healthy back then. Um, and I just I kind of felt like a big hypocrite because I'm like, well, I'm putting all this food in my body that's clogging my arteries, destroying, um, you know, my heart and my organs. But yet I'm working so hard in the gym. It doesn't really make sense. And then, of course, after looking into um, like the ethical part of it and the animal welfare, that's kind of what solidified it for me because I am a huge animal lover. So I would say initially like health reasons is what made me go vegan. Mm. Um, 
because I was super into health and, and exercising and working out. So that's what caught my attention. But the animals is definitely what made me stay vegan and has kept me vegan for so long. So the combination of kind of fitness and food and getting into that, did you see any real challenges with, you know, you said you started working out, um, just that transition, was it, you know, eating enough calories, getting enough protein, you know, what did that kind of look like? Yeah, so um, calorie is actually not an issue because believe it or not, um, a lot of vegan foods are still calorie dense. So mm. luckily, I was still okay with calories. Protein was a little bit more challenging, not impossible, but it did take some planning. Whereas before I could probably go throughout my whole day and not even have to think about protein. It just, I could hit my goals super easily without even trying. But as a vegan, you really need to plan out um your meals so that you know you're getting enough protein and structure them properly. It's super important. So I would say protein is probably the biggest struggle with transitioning to a vegan diet. If you're, you know, athletic or you um, or a bodybuilder or whatever, um, that's probably the most challenging aspect of it. But it's not impossible. It can be done. It just requires proper um, structure and planning. Yeah, and I saw on your uh, Instagram you have a particular uh, vegan protein powder that you like using as well, right? Yes, yeah. So um, my boyfriend, Jordan, he owns Conscious Muscle, um, and he has an amazing protein powder, and I highly recommend it. It's like literally the best tasting one. I'm not even biased because I love him, but it really <laughs> is that good. <laughs> the banana is my favorite. Nice. Yeah, that's a big thing. You know, I started on this and I know that just being on a busier schedule protein shakes are just a lot easier for me and they all taste really awful <laughs> and so it was really yeah. hard so when I saw that I was really excited to try something a little different um did you see any shifts in yourself when you started going kind of down that vegan path like lack of cravings more cravings I know personally for me um, I definitely didn't crave sugar and some of those other foods after a while, which was really surprising because it was something I had struggled with my entire life. Yeah. Um, sorry for the rooster in the background, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, you know, it's kind of funny because I've never craved meat um, after I cut it out. Never. I just think I was, it was so gross to me. It, I just like, it was a complete mind shift when I went vegan. So I think that you know, I never really craved it because I saw it as an animal, as like a piece of flesh and a body part. Mm. So I never really craved meat. Dairy, um, I don't know, you know, not really. And, you know, I still have sweets, sweet cravings. I love sugar. So I just find other ways to kind of satisfy that. So I don't know, like I love chocolate hummus. That's a great one if you crave sugar. Oh, wow. I've never heard um, of that. Or it's so good. And I mean, any fruits like pineapple, strawberries, super satisfying if you're craving sugar. Mm. Um, but it was a pretty smooth transition for me because um, I just I, I knew it was something I wanted to do. I was super dedicated to it. And I just kind of started replacing um, the meat in my diet with plant based protein. And that made it super simple. Yeah, you know, that was the one thing I definitely didn't feel like I wasn't eating enough. <laughs> because the calories are always there. Um, but yeah, getting that protein. Uh, but if you start in incorporating a lot of things you're mentioning, you know, it does definitely get a lot easier. And, um, you know, a lot of the research that I've kind of looked into, I almost feel like I'm getting a better, I don't know, um, recovery at the gym or just being a little more 
energized when I'm at the gym. Do you see, have you seen that transition as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, energy levels are insane. Like when, and I didn't even really notice it until a lot of time later, I realized like, wow, I used to feel so tired all the time. I can't believe that I could barely get through, you know, a workout and I really had to push myself. I, and now I just, yeah, I have so much energy. I get through my days just fine. Like I feel like my food is actually fueling me. Um, and definitely recovery time is, is so much faster um, and, and there's research to back all of this up. You know, Game Changers is a great example of that. Um, you know, our bodies are less inflamed without all of the animal products. So we recover and we perform a lot faster. So it's super beneficial for performance. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just putting meals together and being a little more mindful with the foods that you eat. I know one of the big things uh, is just amino acids because a lot of the amino acids that we get are from meats a lot of the time. Uh, so do you have any kind of, you know, favorite sources or things that you combine together to make sure that, you know, throughout your training sessions and just health and wellness, you're getting a lot of those? Yeah, definitely. So um, I would say tofu and tempeh are some of my favorites. Um, super, super good protein sources, especially tempeh is super high and it doesn't have quite as much fat as tofu. Um, Saitan is also another great protein source. It's a little less fatty and has less carbs. So that's a great, um, protein source as well. Mm. And, and then of course stuff like hemp seeds, which also have protein, but they have like the essential amino acids that you're talking about and, um, omegas and all kinds of good benefits. Um, trying to think of some other, of course there's pea protein powders that are really right. great and, the great thing about vegan protein powders is they're usually made from vegetables. So they have a lot more nutrients than say like a whey protein or a casein protein or something mm. like that. You're when you're getting a protein powder, even though it might be like somewhat processed, it's derived from plants and it's, you know, they, they usually have other great fillers in them like beets. Um, you know, pro, vegan protein powders are far superior because they have a lot more nutrients. So um, yeah, I mean, those are some of my favorites. Can't think of any, any other ones off the top of my head. Um, TVP textured vegetable protein, that's another favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. And it's just dehydrated soy. So they just take all the fat um, out of the tofu, basically. And then it's just dehydrated and it's super lean, high in protein. And you can make it like taco meat or like kind of ground beef or something like that. Um, and that's another good one. So that's awesome. Yeah, because you end up working with clients and helping them with meal planning and all of these things, which I'm sure is a huge help because it can seem a little bit overwhelming when you get into it and you're just like, these are completely different forms of protein that potentially people have never had to try before if they are making that transition. Um, you know, and, and in the bodybuilding world, we hear words like bulking and cutting a lot of the time. How does that work with vegan bodybuilders? Yeah, so bulking and cutting super common in bodybuilding. Um, with vegans, you can essentially just do the same thing. It's just you're not using the animal products. So um, bulking, if for people who aren't familiar, it's just eating in a calorie surplus. So that just means eating more than your body burns every day. So that way you're able to gain a little bit of muscle. This is good for people who are looking to gain. Um, and you know, this kind of diet, it would just basically contain a lot of higher 
calorie dense foods. So stuff you can eat just a tiny bit of, but it's a lot of calories like nuts, um, dried fruit, dried fruit. You can have like a fourth of a cup for almost a hundred calories sometimes. Um, peanut butter, two tablespoons is 200 calories. So that's like a huge, (laughs) a really calorie dense food. You add peanut butter to anything and you'll start bulking. Um, or like even vegan butters, you want to use oils, stuff like that. Things to just like crank the calories up, but they Mm -hmm. still have a lot of nutrients. And then for cutting, cutting is just eating in a calorie deficit. So you're burning more than you're consuming. Um, and it's going to make you shred fat. So that's why it's called cutting. And that would just look like the opposite of bulking, basically. So lots of high volume, low calorie foods. So stuff like watermelon, stuff of stuff like blueberries, um, you're going to have a lot more veggies in, in a cutting diet. You're going to have more broccoli, more spinach, um, a little less carbs, stuff like that. So that, um, you know, you're feeling full, you can eat a lot of veggies for very little calories. So you're still satiated, but it's less calories. So that's really the difference between cutting and bulking. And for vegans, um, it's just finding those really dense, you know, calorie dense or low calorie foods that are made from plants that can fit into each of those phases. You know, one of the things that I've heard a lot about and experienced when you start getting into like a fitness wellness routine and you want to start building muscle is that you need almost like one gram of protein for every pound of body weight or something like that to where you're in you're ending up eating you know 150 grams of protein or more you know if you're larger and men in particular who do this bodybuilding you know it's like 200 grams or more of protein in a day is that similar with the vegan lifestyle of bodybuilding or you know is it a little different on how much protein you really need so for your normal like everyday person who just wants to get in really great shape um that's a little excessive um I definitely don't have my clients do that much protein you don't really need that much if you're just trying to get in really good shape lose some weight and get really fit Um, Usually I like to follow like 0.8, the 0.8 rule um, per gram of body weight. And that's a little bit more lenient. And even then you can even cut back a little bit more and give yourself a little bit of range for flexibility. But um, 0.8 is a really good goal and it gives you a little bit more freedom um, with your calories. You don't have to get as much from protein, but yeah, I mean, it just, it really just depends on your goals. And then it's even less, like for the bare minimum of, of, of protein you need to a day, if you're not active, you need even less than that. So everyone's different. It really just depends on your goals, your body, your age, your height, your weight, all kinds of stuff. So it's really important that you calculate the right amount of calories and protein that you'll need to get to where you want to be. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's why it's so important if you are getting on this journey to, you know, reach out to someone like yourself, who's been doing this for a while and working with clients and, you know, especially when it comes to recovery and things. So, you know, on the show, we talk a lot about herbalism and fitness and how they kind of work together. Do you have any herbs or herbal supplements that you use during your recovery? Um, during recovery, I use BCAAs. Um, they're not, you know, really herbal, but they, it is all natural, no, no genetically modified ingredients. And I use those, um, the conscious muscle brand, 
So BCAs are great for recovery. Um, also, I mean, beets are, are really good too. I'm not sure, you know, mm-hmm. if, <laughs> if you like them, they're definitely, I don't know. I don't particularly like to, they taste like dirt to me. Um, <laughs> but they are very, very good for, um, reducing inflammation and they're supposed to be like a miracle working after a workout. So that's something really good too. Um, and then I just usually take like a multivitamin every day because we all have to get our B12, right? That's super right. important as vegans. So yeah, I always make sure that I, I take a multivitamin, um, with some sort of B12 in it. And I also like, um, vitamin C, you know, taking supplementing with vitamin C, especially now with COVID going on, it's super important to mm. make sure you stay on top of your vitamin C and vitamin D. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. you mentioned beets, you know, we mentioned on the show a while ago, just like how amazing they are even before a workout, because it helps oxygenate your blood and kind of pumping through. And so before and after, I think that's great. Like I would usually just throw it into a juice or something. Um, yeah, there's actually a lot of good like beet pre-workouts now that I've seen. So that's something I, I've always wanted to try them. I just I can't even stand the flavor of beets. So I feel like I would barf. <laughs> but yeah there, there's a lot of good ones out there and of course like spirulina is a really good herbal mm. supplement um elderberry all kinds of good stuff out there right so um any you know other kind of tips and tricks or tidbits of information you want to share with our listeners about you know vegan lifestyles maybe body bu- building while vegan you know any of those things you know, I would just say um, if you're looking to go vegan and you're super interested in maintaining your physique or your athletic performance, you have nothing to worry about. Everything that you want to accomplish, you can accomplish on a vegan diet. And, you know, like we talked about, it just takes proper structure and planning, making sure you get enough protein and enough calories for your body and your goals, um, whether it's performance-based or aesthetic-based. And, yeah, I mean, you could do it. And it, it just like... With any other diet, as long as you plan it properly and you put in the work, um, you can definitely achieve everything you want to as a vegan. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's so great. And I've learned so much even from this short talk because, you know, the protein aspect of knowing whether or not I'm supposed to be eating enough or how that works and to know that it definitely doesn't have to be that much of an extreme is fantastic. So um, for our listeners out there that want to connect with you and, you know, see all the content that you're putting out because you have some fantastic content, uh, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can check out my Instagram. It's at miss underscore meatless underscore muscle. Um, that's primarily where I post most of my content. I also have Facebook. You can add me on there, Brooke Sellers. And I also have TikTok and it should be also be Miss Meatless Muscles. So those are the good places to find me. And you can also click the link in my bio and my Instagram if you're interested in working with me personally. Um, so yeah, definitely check me out, book a call with me, and I would love to chat with you and help you with your goals. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on today and we look forward to connecting with you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paula. It was so nice chatting with you. Yeah, you too. Mm-hmm.